Hey everybody, welcome to Shred Podcast episode 31. Tonight we're going to bring you a couple topics. Uh, it's the end of the open. We're going to go through some stuff that we saw on Instagram this week that we think are, is important to everybody. We're going to talk about where to go next after the open. And then we're going to finish up and uh, get you out of here on this podcast. But tonight, again with me tonight is our head coach and owner, Marcus Cruciro. What's going on, Marcus? Good evening, Scott. Uh, good to be with you again. All right. So here we are. It is Wednesday night following uh, week five of the Open, and it's all over. Uh, so just like the other weeks, what did you think of the workout this week? Uh, once again, a great, great workout. Uh, it was 40. Uh, the whole thing was um, uh, for time. Uh, actually, it was a 20-minute cap, but it was for time, a task party workout with a 20-minute cap. It was 40 uh, ring muscle-ups or pull-ups. And then the 80 calorie row and the 120 wall balls. And um, the only difference between that uh, for RX and scaled was the weight of the ball. Um, the calories and the, uh, the wall balls reps were uh, the same. So uh, well designed. And I think really, um, I, I think by design, this is my own opinion, but I think by design, Dave Castro and CrossFit headquarters, they they really snuck this in here at the end. Um, I, I think we kind of all saw that coming as far as the muscle-ups and pull-ups because there was so many social media posts um, and, and, even, and even athletes in our own gym getting their first ever pull-up or getting their first uh, – you know, the first ever muscle up or maybe getting, you know, five muscle ups. Uh, they've never been able to do five and they got 10 or they got 20. Uh, we've had a few, uh, female athletes as well as, um, as well as male athletes. Um, they, they got, you know, I never believe I got 35 pull-ups or I got 29 pull-ups and I've never done any more than three in a workout. So, uh, it's just, it just see it's just you see where this this program just leads people in this slow distant horizon like we say to to better results uh whatever that is whether it's weight training or gymnastic base or anything like that and it's just so much so much fun and rewarding as a coach to see people get their first pull up or their first muscle up and on the flip side of that Scott for athletes that maybe did not get their first muscle up or did not get their first pull up and they were currently unable to do that you know it's we say it shred you either win or you learn. And so now it's just exposing maybe a hole in your fitness game. And if you're looking to have a goal to get pull-ups, now we know what we need to do uh, for the next year when the Open comes back around to be able to have those pull-ups, which we'll get into a little bit more later on in this podcast. But but uh, fantastic workout. So, super fun. Um, from perspective, and I'm sure felt this way, uh, it was the first time ever in an Open where it was choose your own adventure. Uh, the partitioning was however you wanted to do it. Uh, for those of us who currently struggle with muscle-ups and pull-ups, uh, it was a leg burner with no rest. Um, for those athletes that are proficient at muscle-ups or, or pull-ups, that gave their legs a little bit of a reprieve throughout the workout. But if you tried to get that quick tie break time with just hitting wall balls and row, Man, your your legs felt it, and it they felt it quick. 
Yeah, and I I, I, I kind of knew you were going to bring that up. I didn't want to steal your thunder there, but uh, yeah, fan, fantastic design. The first time we've ever seen in the open that the athlete kind of kind of control their destiny, if you would, of how they uh, how they partition those reps and those calories. And for athletes that just said, "Hey, listen, I presently do not have the skill of a muscle up. I presently do not have the skill or strength to do a pull up. I'm going to really work hard at this tie break time at these 80 calories." and 120 wall balls. And even then they can split up the reps and partition the reps as they saw fit. And a lot of strategy, it was so fun for me as a coach to talk to all of our different athletes. And I'm sure you as well on team orange there, just how to approach it. What was the best thing for you as the athlete? Where's your strengths and weaknesses lie? You know, wall balls or rowing, that kind of thing. And, um, uh, just a beautiful design. And even, even some of the OG CrossFitters that have been around for years and years, I mean, they were super excited about the cool the, thing uh, about the coaching this with the athletes it was, was, it was super fun. It was going to be different for every athlete, depending on what their strength was, uh, with what you needed to coach them on. But uh, yeah, great, great workout with that. So I wanted to kind of briefly bring up something I saw on, on Instagram this week, and that is uh, Dave Castro, the person who programs all of the cross the open workouts, uh, decided to every day this week go back and do the open workouts in order. But instead of doing an RX like he did during the Open, he was going to do it scaled. Did you happen to catch that? I did. I did see that. And I think that's a, I think that's an awesome thing that he's doing. And it's so funny because uh, after week two or three, I actually uh, – I forget which, ath- which shred athlete I was talking to. But I, I actually said to this athlete, I said, man – I would love to go back and do some of these scaled because as we as we say at shred sometimes, Scott, the numbers that we put on the whiteboard and beyond the whiteboard and we program these workouts, sometimes those numbers and those weights, they truly are arbitrary. It's all about chasing the stimulus of the workout. And we talk about that. We've talked about that so much over the last couple of years as coaches and as a, as a team of coaches. And it's just, it's because of that, it's drastically increasing our athletes fitness level and, uh, and strength and things like that. And, um, and, uh, and I would love, I personally, I would love to go back and do, and, and do some of those workouts scaled because nonetheless, it doesn't matter. It's all about chasing the stimulus. I think some of them will even be even more challenging, uh, because it's just constantly moving for that 15, 20 minutes. And, and, uh, as a side note, I think in my recent memory, I don't know about you, but I, I think three out of the five, or maybe even four out of the five of these, um, open workouts this year were all about 15 or 20 minutes long. That's a, that's yeah, a it long is, uh, time for three, a lot of CrossFit uh, workouts minute in, time in our, in our uh, sport. I believe process. a 15 so minute and a that? nine minute, right? So, uh, I mean, other than, other than that nine minute, I mean, they were all 15 minutes or higher, you know, for, for the majority uh, of us. It's time domain has long, been repeated long in an open, workouts. but I, I the most that. popular time domain in the history of the open is uh, 20 minutes. Yeah, I read that in the morning chalk up. I want to give them credit for that. I didn't, didn't want to wow. steal that. Interesting. That's a cool uh, stat. Yeah. I like that. Interesting. And just to finish up the Castro thing, his comments were actually that That's it great. did burn more huh. doing the scale workout like than it did doing the RX because the weights were heavier and he had to rest more uh, doing it RX. And as you pointed out, doing it scaled, you just keep moving and the burn hits you pretty good. 
Yeah, and we say when we look at the CrossFit pyramid, the 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 um, the hierarchy development of a CrossFit athlete, uh, depending on what whatever your goals are, the if you could picture a pyramid, the base of the pyramid uh, as CrossFit defines it is nutrition, right? That's a whole other topic of discussion. Then the next vein up on that pyramid is metabolic conditioning. That's a fancy term of saying cardiovascular fitness, right? So, um, and so that's what they're, that's what they're testing some of these beginner and intermediate athletes that maybe haven't been in the CrossFit long enough to acquire some of these skills is they're testing that metabolic conditioning. And that's why most of the scaled workouts are a little bit less on the skill side, a little bit less on the weight training side, and they're more on the metabolic conditioning side as they should be. And so for somebody that has tremendous amounts of experience and has a lot of skill sets in CrossFit, you do a workout like this scaled and it's, 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 you go to that dark place. Ment- it almost challenges you, challenges you so much yeah, more exactly. mentally than it does physically. So next topic um, we're going to talk about real quick is it. um, back deep, in deep March, burn for sure. uh, CrossFit pulled all of its social media presence from Facebook and Instagram. The only presence they had in social media was YouTube and Twitter after that. And we don't need to get into the political uh, side of what, what why that was done. But this past Saturday, uh, out of nowhere, uh, CrossFit posted again on Instagram, and it's now called CrossFit Training. And what they're posting is the diagrams that we see as coaches when we take our level one and we get the instruction manual. It's a lot of like how a muscle up the positioning needs to be with the body through the movement. Uh, and they do that for every single movement in CrossFit. Um, so they're starting to post those again. Any thoughts about that? You know, like you said, to, to bypass why they made that decision or what, you know, what political realm behind that, whatever that is, let's bypass that. Um, I, I'm so glad they're back on social media because um, I, as, as a coach, and I'm sure you can speak to this too, it's very educational. We use it as an educational tool just to sharpen our skills yeah, and put more tools community. in our toolbox to help and our speaking athletes. of Instagram, so I'm one so more glad they're back uh, on. I, I'm just I understand that you have sweet. seen a couple so of posts glad. by uh, OG CrossFit athlete Chris Spieler that you wanted to share with our audience tonight. I do. And, and, um, for those of you that don't know, um, Chris Spieler, he is an OG CrossFitter. He's been around, he, he was one of the OGs, he's been around for years. And he was actually my, uh, CrossFit level one flow master way back in 2009 when I got first got certified in CrossFit. So 10 years ago, um, just a fantastic guy. I had a chance to, you know, rub shoulders with him and really pick his brain, you know, 10 years ago. And, um, I wanted to say that shred CrossFit is, is in a, I feel like we're in a different league in respect to a lot of other, you know, gyms or CrossFits in the area. Um, we've been around for almost a decade and there's not many CrossFit gyms that can say that in central Ohio area. And, um, and so we have athletes that have been in, in our program and in our community for just shy of a decade. We also have athletes that just came into shred CrossFit last night. 
<laughs> so you're talking about a drastic difference in the time spent in and around uh, the field of CrossFit. And so this post, I really want to give Chris Spieler credit on this. And, and he, um, he, he made this post. I'm just going to read right from it. And it says the topic of the, of the post is, remember when CrossFit was fun? And I'm talking to those athletes that might, might have, you know, five, six more years experience in, in the field of CrossFit. And this is what he says. He says, newsflash, it still is. CrossFit has been around for 19 years, almost two decades. And for those of us that have been doing it for a while now, having fun, quote unquote, while doing CrossFit may have lost its spark. But why? Because we often put too much pressure on ourselves to keep getting better. Keep PRing lifts and workouts. While pressure can be a good thing, it can also make us forget why we do what we do. And he, he, he goes on to say, I do CrossFit to move, to hang out with my friends, to be better at my hobbies, and to be healthy. CrossFit is still fun. Just don't take it too seriously. Man, that's the end of his quote there. And Scott, I tell you what, for, for you and I that have been around CrossFit for a decade, this really speaks to me. It's working yeah, out. That, it's having fun with your well. friends. Um, you know, I just don't make it stressful. It's not supposed to be like that. Uh, this last um, week. So I, I, I definitely um, wanted to share The best that. part about um, being there is to be with my friends and, and to get healthy. Um, and sometimes we lose sight of that. So it, it's a nice reminder to, to, to have that. You know, it's, it's, um, the PRs come quickly. It, it comes full circle, right? You people getting started with CrossFit, they have this little honeymoon phase. It's, it's, it's so different. Uh, it's, it's, that's right. That's totally right. I mean, we can, you're, you're, you're exactly right. We can go, we can go way back into another topic of conversation into physiologically why that happens, why PRs happen so frequently to beginners, uh, just because of developing neurological pathways and, and getting, uh, getting, you know, stronger. They're exponentially getting stronger so, so quickly because they start very, very low. Um, but as we are in the game for, you know, seven, eight, 10 years, and, and some of our CrossFitters that are, uh, some of our shred CrossFitters that are just starting out and, and seven or eight years, they're going to be at that level, right? They're going to be coming around and, and attending classes three to five times a week. And next thing you know, seven or eight years are going to go by and they're going to be listening to this podcast and they're going to want to maintain the fun of CrossFit. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Understand the reason yeah, why you got into it, how it was so, just the best uh, the hour one thing of your day and work out with your friends and, and just leave uh, that pressure behind. What do we have to look forward to? Um, so just a great you know, post by Spieler uh, and very well said on your just and what Spieler just said is, is a great reminder, but I know we have a lot of fun events still planned for Shred, and I want to give you the opportunity to kind of talk about what we have coming in the, in the next few months.
Yeah, great. Um, yeah, definitely. We have a lot of stuff coming up, so I'm going to try to keep this brief uh, for our listeners. But um, as far as the training and physical side, uh, after the Open, we always enter kind of like a different type of program. So you're going to see maybe a little bit more strength, more barbell cycling, more midline work, uh, just kind of constantly varied in our program, right? Over the last five weeks during the Open, we have such a large percentage of athletes at Shred that participate in the Open. Our, our programming and our workouts are going to change a little bit because people are pushing their intensity so high every weekend for five weeks. It's it's like it's like that NFL athlete or that collegiate football athlete like we talked about in the last podcast or two. So um so now the programming is going to get down to getting building our strength over the winter and just kind of maybe attacking some some individual skills uh, that people want to work on coming out of the open and, and just in general for general physical preparedness. Um, with that said, uh, we do have some events coming up. Um, number one, uh, we have Thanksgiving in a couple weeks. Uh, Coach Matt Smith and his family. I, th- I believe this is the third or fourth annual breakfast um, that they've done. So they'll be uh, they'll be coming in, cooking bacon, bacon and eggs, and oatmeal and all the fixings uh, the the morning before Thanksgiving. So that Wednesday morning, whatever the date on that is. Um, so they, they usually uh, do that. We're looking forward to that. Uh, if it's a free breakfast for anybody that wants to come out. Uh, obviously, we'll have some holiday hours for Thanksgiving and Christmas as far as our gym and our business. So pay attention to social media and some of our newsletters uh, to get an update on our, on our uh, class hours and business hours during the holidays. Uh, we are uh, partnering up with Welcome Warehouse. I believe this is our, this is our uh, fifth or sixth year partnering with Welcome Warehouse. Uh, they're located in Dublin right in our backyard. And, uh, it's basically adopt a family. So we adopt a, a local family that lives in the Dublin area and they're in need. And, um, what, what, what's a better time of the year, um, to, uh, to give back than during the holidays. And, and we are assigned two families and both of these families, I had an opportunity to, um, to see the families and both of them have four children. So there's eight kids between the two families. And we put out a little giving tree, um, Christmas tree in our lobby area with names, the names, um, of, of the children and, and kind of what they, what, what their wish list is. So athletes can feel free to take a tag and, and to purchase a gift. And the, we can see that those, uh, those families have a wonderful Christmas for their children. So we'll have that, um, going on. And, um, and during Christmas, we'll have our 12 days of Christmas wad, which is always super fun. Uh, Coach Aaron, Coach Mike, all of our staff, they do a great job of just helping out and, and decorating the gym. This is going to be our uh, our first Christmas in our new location. So we're, 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 we're going to kind of have to take a step back and figure out where some lights go and things like that and kind of trial and error um, in our new space. But we're, look, we're looking forward to that. That's always, uh, it's always an annual event at Shred and people love that. We'll have a sign up for the 12 Days of Christmas workout. We'll have Christmas music going. Awesome. It's, it's super great. fun. So uh, that especially going with as the well. snow falling um, in Columbus just, right just now, just a lot of fun stuff, stuff over like the holidays. We're thinking to. about having some get-togethers uh, and things like that. Um, and so, um, so yeah, last, that's uh, I know that's I keep saying the open's over, but and every week we've kind of said thank you, but now that it's over, we want to really extend a huge thank you to everybody who yeah, helped right. with the open. Uh, we could not put on an open with 117 athletes and eight coaches without the help of everybody in the community. And that means people who helped in the kids' room, uh, people who helped with judging, people who entered scores. Um, the, the list goes on and on. Setting up the gym every week, uh, sometimes taping lines on the floor, 
uh, sometimes just getting all the boxes and the rowers and the and, and all that equipment out. Uh, we couldn't have done it without everybody's hands uh, lifting this this object up for us each and every year. And we want to thank every one of you. Uh, Marcus, you want to say anything else? Yeah, I just want to echo that, Scott. I mean, this uh, it really is cliche, and we say it a lot, but we we do have some special special people here at Shred CrossFit. They're they're willing to go the extra mile to help out, do whatever they can, you know. And, and uh, you even mentioned the kids' room. I mean, we have some athletes that went in there and played games with the kids and did crafts with them as their mom and dad were judging or participating in the workouts. So they really didn't have to worry about their children during this high intensity workout or them judging. They felt comfortable and safe with their kids in there. Um, with some of our athletes and uh, all the judges that, that worked tirelessly and v- volunteered their time, just we're super grateful for you. Thank you to everybody out there that uh, that that volunteered your time, and uh, you guys go above and beyond. And, yeah, the, the best and, uh, we couldn't do it without all the volunteers and, and everything from setting up to tearing down, putting stuff away, and. Um, um, and just, and, and I, I like to say, say that, that we're a well world machine, and that's definitely because of all the volunteers. So thank you, everyone. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the podcast. And stay tuned for next week when we give you Shred Podcast Episode 32. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. <laughs>